Hey everybody, welcome back to the Look It All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today, we are discussing the highly anticipated You Season 4 on Netflix. February 9th, 2023 is the day it dropped. Here is the plot. Again, if you need to watch season three and catch up with everything, we've already covered that. Go ahead and check out that podcast. We've given our review on season three. Uh, we were excited to see season four. I think everyone generally enjoys a nice you season. It's kind of a little mystery, kind of a little drama, a little bit. Maybe the maybe I shouldn't be watching this, but it's also kind of entertaining, a little bit schlocky, a little bit trash, but it's still entertaining overall. I think generally the overall uh individual viewership is excited to have joe back my biggest thing for joe was is it going to be able to sustain and keep up an interesting pace in my opinion this first episode we're going to go into spoilers for the first episode i haven't seen any other episodes Episode one of season four, Joe Takes a Holiday, directed by John Scott, written by Sarah Gamble and Leo Richardson. I gotta say yes, it's worth it. The uh, first episode got me hooked. I uh, was a little bit skeptical. I was like, all right, we're going to get back into the 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 voyeur. We're going to get back into the groove of this Dexter-esque weirdo that is stalking women and killing his wives and past girlfriends and everything in between. And now he's gone from Paris to uh, London. And so now he's on his quote unquote Euro trip. And basically he's trying to not be a bad guy again, but you know, he just can't give in to not give in to temptation. So let me give a quick synopsis of what happened through this episode and then we'll give our take on what we think about this episode and future episodes to come in a flashback joe tracks down oh i'm sorry i just want to be clear that i want everyone to have made sure they have watched the first episode at least or if they don't give a shit they're going to be spoiled on the first episode's kind of uh plot in a flashback joe tracks down marianne in london but chooses to let her go After she calls him a murderer, Joe is later met by Elliot, a fixer working for Love's father, who sets him up with a cover identity in exchange for killing Marion's tie. Sorry. In exchange for killing Marion to tie up loose ends. This is kind of a lot to handle up front, just all this stuff. You're like, wait, 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 who, what? He's, he's, he's in London. Marianne's there. He, he, he met up with her. Yeah, it, it happens almost this fast within the episode. I was not quite 100% on board about what the hell was going on. This episode is kind of told in almost like a Pulp Fiction, uh, not in uh, out of chronological order, like just a big jumble him telling us he did track down Marion and we see out of order. I'm just, it would be easier to talk about it uh, in order of the way I guess it happened is that essentially he did end up meeting with Marion 
and she's like, I know everything that happened. I know that since love is, uh, since you're alive and love's dead, then that means you probably killed her. And she knows the dots on that connects the dots on that. And immediately she has a knife on him and he like disarms her, you know, kind of aggressively. And he's like, what's wrong. He, you know, Ben Bagley is really good at kind of going from this really in this intense charm. Sorry, he can go from an intense to having this charm in like a split second. And even with the beard and seeing him in the full professor get up that he is in, I still find it uh, still kind of disarming. I don't know what it is, uh, but he can still play disarming but also aggressive at the same time it's pretty impressive to be honest uh continuing on so i i did kind of fail to mention that joe is now a professor he's you know teaching students at a college at a nice oxford style college and uh now he's partying with his neighbor who's uh, a brit and his neighbor's girlfriend who happens to be there who's also a teacher you know, she's literally feeling herself and he's like, oh, God, I can't look at her in the window and stuff like that. He's like stretch, scratching his fucking uh, uh, neck like he just can't he can't help himself like a fucking maniac. And my my whole thing about this is. That. We've seen this guy do this, I don't know how many times now four this is this is the fourth season so four four seasons now so at this point i'm a little bit like i don't know not concerned but uh i don't know I, I, i'm i'm at the point where i'm just like all right i'm i'm tired of watching this guy like watch women in the window it's 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 not like i was like like for it but i was like okay this is what he does and i'm like all right now he's doing it again oh now he's doing it now he's for real he's doing it again at least this point he's like all right i gotta stop and he's like that's it ends up going and partying with all these professors and then the professors end up getting him really fucked up and after that it only goes downhill from there. So let me go ahead and do the the plot from from all of that. Uh, and uh, the fixer, the fixer from Quinn's his his father in law basically hired a fixer, some sort of asshole out of Pulp Fiction, like the Wolf or something like that. He's like, basically, this is how it's gonna go down. And he's like, I was sent here to kill you, but I'll just help you cover it up. But the thing is, Marion's gotta go. And so basically, Joe pickpockets Marion, steals uh, a heart, I don't know, some sort of necklace to make it look like he disposed of her. And she gets away, I guess, and we never see her again. I, ho I, I hope that she only gets good things for her. I, I do like that character and that actress, but I don't see a, a reason to keep her around in this season. Also... I don't think he had to go through all that trouble. Like, didn't he clearly have like a locket at the beginning of this episode that had his, her daughter and, and um, her on there. I feel like he could have just shown that or sent a photo of that to the fixer and it would have been just or suffice just as well. Seemed like a lot of work for just showing that Marianne was uh, disposed of. Anyways, I hope she's okay and gets it out of the season alive. 
continuing continuing uh joe pickpockets marianne joe pickpockets marianne's necklace sorry i'm i'm going on my fourth podcast of the day and i'm about to fall about to fall over uh joe in joe instead pickpockets marianne's necklace and sends a photo of it to elliot to make it appear he killed her in the present joe lives under his new identity jonathan moore a university English professor, he develops an interest in Kate, the girlfriend of his obnoxious fellow professor, Malcolm, who lives in the flat across from him. And I'm still not really sure how the geography of this flat works, but whatever. He's like looking at the flat from across like the courtyard kind of thing. From his like lofty bookcase fireplacey room and i gotta say i do like the 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 things that we as americans don't understand is that they're pointing out like the term pants uh certain uh types of i'm trying to think certain types of sayings mannerisms uh them going to dinner and stuff like that I just think that that's all being summoned. Yeah, yeah, being summoned. That's a whole not, That's another one too. There's just a whole list of kind of anachronisms, I guess, that uh, they're using in this episode that I'm enjoying to hear and learn about, and that they're self-aware enough that Joe is like, "Yeah, I barely get it," so the audience is going to barely get it. Talking about how Brits love to read, but they don't brush their hair. There was a whole lot of different random comparisons through this episode. Uh, continuing on, I, I'm literally feeling like, oh, oh God, I'm going down. Yeah, um, we're going to finish this up. Let me see. Uh, Joe. Joe saves Kate, his neighbor's girlfriend, from two robbers uh, when they're leaving work. To repay him, Malcolm invites him to a party at an elite social club. And the entire time, you're just getting these flashbacks of like 10 different people uh, that Joe is explaining. He's like, oh, this guy's an asshole. This girl's an influencer and an asshole. This lady's doing NFTs and an asshole. He's basically explaining how everyone's some sort of an asshole and how they their claim to fame. And you're like, Okay, I, well, this is a lot of introduction. And then they continue to do the introduction. I was like, oh my God, this is a lot of people to remember. I was like, why can't we just, you know, do it organically or naturally? And by the end of the night, I figure out that why we need to know all these people is because these are going to be prime suspects. See, this is the big hook of the show, of the first episode, is that it's not going to be he's not going to be stalking you as in marianne or or his next lover next whoever he's stalking the person who's killed his fucking neighbor malcolm and i gotta say i didn't hate malcolm i thought he was kind of a uh, a likable prick he was just entertaining i don't think i'd want to hang out with the guy but he was funny to watch on screen and uh let me see Okay, so let's talk about this party. He he's Malcolm invites him, Joe, or Jonathan now, 
to a party at an, an elite social club where Joe befriends author and mayor, mayoral hopeful Ray's Montrose, which I like this guy. I, I, have, I can't think off the top of my head where I've seen him, maybe some sort of British movie or show. Uh, but there's like some sort of reflection that Joe has with this guy. He's kind of my number one prime suspect, but I'm not 100% sure who who else would have beef against Malcolm. It seems like a lot of people might not like this guy, especially maybe this guy's girlfriend. Because it originally is framed that Joe just wakes up. He's like, what a crazy fucking night. He comes out and he's like, oh my freaking God. You know, and fucking Malcolm's dead on the fucking kitchen table. You're like, son of a bitch. That's going to be leaving a stain. <laughs> so, what, uh, so Joe gets heavily intoxicated at a party and awakens in his flat. I mean, I've been there before where he's just like, I'm a dim, a dim, a dim. oh, God. And they give, they're giving him shots of absinthe and all this, like, uh, really expensive alcohol and highly high, not expensive, but high um, alcohol, highly alcoholic alcohol. You know what I'm talking about. I told you I'm, 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 I'm losing it right now. So uh, intoxicated at the party. So he awakens to find Malcolm stabbed to death. Assuming he killed Malcolm before blacking out, Joe disposes of his body because he looks across the flat and he sees that uh, Malcolm's girlfriend is currently talking to the police. He's like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I got a fucking body. And there's fucking like, uh, the, the probably smells got the, you know, there's shit everywhere, um, whatever else. And he doesn't want that kind of attention, obviously, because he's got to deal with two missing toes that he apparently put in the pie at, in the last season that I kind of forgot of. And, uh, yeah, there's a whole just list of shit that he can't deal with. And he just ain't nobody got time for that. And so, Ain't nobody got time for that either. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's a it's a wild one. It's uh he's got way too much to handle. Clearly, my stand this is like all right, we're done tonight. <laughs> and so, um, anyways, where are we at? If you're listening, my fucking green screen, green screen just like slowly just went. It's like if I don't know which one's more tired, the green screen or I am. So, okay, we're gonna finish this. Joe disposes of the body the next day. Kate invites Joe, and, and his disposal of the body is disgusting. He's going full Dahmer with it. It is disgusting. Chopping it up, watching football yakking while it's all happening probably leaving dna everywhere you forget how disgusting and ruthless joe can be uh disposing of bodies and shit like that and of course we got the flashback and at the beginning of uh love doing all that as well but that's about it um let me see what else joe disposes of the body the next day kate invites joe to dinner even though she's not very concerned about where the hell malcolm is he's she's just like come to dinner you know let's have you know an, a good dinner as joe arrives he receives 
a series of anonymous texts from Malcolm's real killer who appears to be stalking him. So we have a stalker that we need to kind of point out in this first episode. I want to call my shot. So I think it's quite obvious that there's going to be some red herrings. I think the red herring is probably going to be... Okay, so here's here's what's going to happen. I th- predict, and again, I haven't seen... It's It's February 9th right now. It's not even February 10th. It's impossible to, for me to have watched this full season, but I'm going to take a wild guess that it... A combination of either the girlfriend, Ray's... And maybe that student at the beginning. I don't know. She's kind of suspect, too. I don't know. She hasn't done anything yet, but she might be a sus. She's definitely suspect. Uh, they are my top three killers or possible killers. It's definitely not this fixer. The fixer, I, I can already tell you what's going to happen. The fixer's going to find out. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, these are our guesses and speculation. So don't, you know, get mad at me if I'm actually right or not. Um, I could be wildly, I'm probably wildly, wildly wrong. I can barely speak wildly wrong, but just saying, these are my guesses. I think the fixer is going to come back and figure out, hey, Marion's love, man. Like, okay, so that means Joe's going to have to like, like take care of the, the fixer, which I've kind of felt like you've killed multiple people you've killed a lot of people joe let's just kill the fixer and just let marion do her own thing because you know this is what's eventually going to have to happen i just feel like this kind of subplot is just like we need something to do next season or like something so this season i've kind of forgot to say everything off, off the top i told you my head's all jumbly right now i feel like i took the drugs that they gave joe um didn't i'm just fucking tired uh the uh, what was I going to say? Oh, this season is going to be divided in two parts. And so uh, there will be a part two. I don't think we're going to do multiple episodes of this. But if we do, obviously, just subscribe. You'll see everything that you need that we cover. So, yeah, what were we discussing? Yeah, I told you my, my head's over there. Okay, so the, the three my main suspects. We spend a lot of time on these students at the beginning. They're a little bit sus. Maybe they find out. Maybe they don't find out. I don't know if he's going to have to kill one of these college students. They better not get wise. That's all I got to say. All right. Sorry. Uh, anyways, it's either the girlfriend, Ray's, or the, the student at the beginning. Those are my three main suspects. Those are the mostly be, mostly because... Ray's we're spending a lot of time with this guy I'm not really sure what the deal is why we're spending so much time he he seems to be like a reflection of Joe and I think that's kind of important to kind of like be in a tune with it because he doesn't really have Joe doesn't have friends so he's always talking to us the audience and he's just kind of telling us what's what but he's not getting any advice from anyone else and so he does need some sort of guidance and I kind of like that character I would be kind of sad to, uh, I'm almost everyone Joe comes in contact with is at risk for him just having to kill him because if they get too close and find out his real identity, that's what happens. But he does have kind of a list of 
he does have a list of uh, I don't know accolades. You know, people that actually do sort of like him on a level. I was gonna say that know of him. I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, his his friend at the bookstore. That guy. I forgot his name. He was he was cool. Anyways, uh, that is season four, episode one of you and i'm you know losing my mind right now but um let me see what else we got so i think there's six episodes in this okay so there are five episodes in part one on dropping on february 9th 2023 right now and then in another month part two will come back with another five episodes and that is the coverage let me know what you thought about the coverage i I really do apologize i'm like fucking falling asleep right now and my literally my fucking green screen's like all right fuck it we're done closing up shop fuck it everybody it's dang one o'clock in the morning oh fuck um but hopefully that you know it's goofy enough for something that at least it might be moderately entertaining for the first episode to jump in there people are going to be watching this in a few years like what the fuck was this guy on uh i'm on no sleep right now that's what i'm on um so <laughs> uh thank you for listening watching look it out podcast take it easy and again thumbs up subscribe five stars on itunes you know what to do to uh, help us out in all the podcast platforms look at podcast.com to go to and interact with all the links again take it easy